Shalom. I'm Minister Dr. Cynthia Marie Whitney, but I'm not your conventional minister. The name of this podcast is Be Aware. Be aware of your thoughts. Each week, we will review self-realization tips using primarily biblical references through storytelling. We will reflect on our thoughts and become aware. I cannot remain silent concerning the incident that occurred on April 17, 2023. 84-year-old Andrew Lester, Caucasian, shot teenager Ralph Yall, 16, African-American, once in the head and once in the arm. After Yall mistakenly arrived on Lester's doorstep in Kansas City, Missouri. Y'all thought that it was the house where his twin brothers were waiting for him to pick them up and take them home. His assignment was to pick up his twin brothers who were waiting for him at a home about a block away. At the writing of these words, April 24, 2023, Ralph Y'all is recovering, thank God, from this traumatic event and traumatic brain injury at his home. Nevertheless, Y'all's life is radically changed forever by a mistake, an irrevocable action taken by someone who was allegedly scared and fearful for his life. My opinion, or my assumption, is to follow. Keep in mind that an assumption is what someone believes to be true, without facts. As an inner city youth minister, it's hard not to look at this incident without considering a hate crime associated with the action because of the history of similar events in America, past and present, in regard to African-American unarmed youth. The psychological imprints embedded in certain individuals' minds promote fear of the Black in quote, race, because of the color of their skin. And until this stigma is removed, these types of traumatic events will continue to happen. Many mindsets are still living as though enslavement, reformation, Jim Crow, and the reconstruction period still exist. Remember the children of Israel after they were released from slavery by the Egyptians. Many individuals wanted to return to former conditions despite the unworkability of the time. The Make America Great Again campaign is similar to returning to many of the evils associated with harsh times for African Americans when certain Americans believed, despite despicable cruelty, that America was once great. Some human behavioral Professionals believe that all human beings are naturally biased. There are identifiable characteristics distinct for groups of people of the same culture and nationality simply because of the commonality of experiences. You almost have to have your your hands over your eyes not to see or sense it. It's like saying that you don't see color. There are many amazing, extraordinary, and unique characteristics that can be attributed to each separate group of people. Comedians point out the differences and similarities of different ethnic groups 
pretty accurately all the time as they make jokes relatable and identifiable for the most part successfully with diverse groups in the audience. Without a doubt, thoughts, ideologies, and perceptions are major factors in our experiences. And no matter how hard we try to mask and say that there are no differences, there are differences in cultures that do exist. In addition, our collective experiences shape the opinions we form as groups, which often crystallize as collective beliefs, whether they be true or not. Can you deny that Make America Great Again is experienced only by a certain group of people? Or, I'm black and I'm proud. Or, I can't breathe are associated with particular groups based on their experiences. Science alone has proven that our own experiences of life, especially trauma, leave impressions that are stamped into our DNA, more specifically known as epigenetics. These imprints color the current generation as they did the ancestors and are so deeply rooted that when presented with situations in our common era, if time isn't given before a person responds, even counting to 10, wrongful, regretful responses can ensue even if the responses given isn't called for and often lead to harm when acted upon in haste, as may be in the case above. Having an opinion about someone or something is natural, and everyone does it, but when we look at something through the lens of biasness, we fail to see every aspect of it. We fail to see innocence when patience or mindfulness may be the appropriate response. More importantly, we fail to see God's image in the individual. Reactions from epigenetics can resurface for anyone. Every time trauma, whether real or imagined, is relived. With closed-mindedness, we look only at one side of the picture, which renders us blind and maybe even delusional or insane. My emotions surge as African-American teens continue to lose their life and innocence or God-given peace on earth. I pray until this day for the safety of all my men in these mean streets. I think of my two brothers, eight nephews, four sons, and nine grandsons, whom all have different shades of brown skin and are very much affected by the elephant in the systems of America. As a doctor of ministry, my thorough research culminated in factual evidence to support that discrimination exists, unfair dealings, and its negative effects has it has on African Americans. So I am empathetic, 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 compassionate, and sometimes fearful about living in America when thinking about the mental and physical harm imposed upon my youth. I can't help but know at times that it is my very own close relatives, past and present, that suffer at the hand of discrimination and disparity. I firmly resonate with the gospel group Sweet Honey and Rock, who sing and addresses topics from motherhood, freedom, peace, 
justice, and the construct of race, which is racism. One of the most powerful songs they created has always resonated in my heart. It's called Ella's Song, in honor of Ella Baker's life. It addresses freedom and peace. It goes like this. We who believe in freedom will not rest. We who believe in freedom will not rest until it's done. Until the killing of black men, black mother's sons, is as important as the killing of all men, all mother's sons. In other words, no mother should have to suffer the burden of losing their beloved children or enduring the defenselessness, suffering of their bodies. So what do we do? Where do we go from here? How long will we cry for peace? Why should the differences in traditional experience between different groups matter to the point of one thinking that they are superior and the other inferior? Race identity is a construct. That means someone or a group of individuals made it up. Was it based on wisdom? No. After all of the other creations being made after their own kind, mankind enters the scene according to the Bible. And it says this in Genesis 1, 26 and 27. God made man after the image of God. It didn't say that man was created after his own kind like everything else before it. Specifically, it states the following. And God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. Was God only talking about one nationality? The breath of life and wisdom is available to us all. It is experienced by everyone and we can stop this harmful handicap of prejudice if we stop living in ignorance. Spirituality teaches us to look at everything and create anew. Every moment is full of possibilities, and if we let our biases come in the way of that possibility, we cannot achieve peace. That is the essence of spiritual growth. By example, God showed us how to create so that things could be good. Meanwhile, we can all play our role to uplift and give our precious teens tools to heal and grow in spite of what is hurled at them. My job as a mentor, minister, and comforter is to offer them tools and techniques to raise their consciousness to a whole new level. What's your role? Peace and shalom.